0: Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole of Scripture every year, following the weekly Torah portions, and including portions from the rest of Scripture daily as well. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 21st of March, and the 28th of Adar on the Hebrew calendar. This week, our parasha is called Vaikra, which means, and he called. And today, we're going to start in Leviticus, which is in Hebrew, called Vaikra, chapter 2, verses 7 through 16. Before we begin with our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. If your offering is a grain offering of the pan, it shall be made of fine flour with oil. You shall bring the grain offering that is made of these things to the Lord. It shall be presented to the Kohen, and he shall bring it to the altar. The Kohen shall take from the grain offering its memorial and shall burn it on the altar, an offering made by fire of a pleasant aroma to the Lord. The remainder of the grain offering shall be for Aaron and his sons. It is a most holy part of the offerings of the Lord made by fire. No grain offering which you shall offer to the Lord shall be made with chametz, for you shall burn no chametz nor any honey as an offering made by fire to the Lord. As an offering of first fruits, you shall offer them to the Lord, but they shall not rise up as a pleasant aroma on the altar. Every offering of your grain offering you shall season with salt, you shall not allow the salt of the covenant of your God to be lacking from your grain offering. With all your offerings you shall offer salt. If you offer a grain offering of first fruits to the Lord, you shall offer for the grain offering of your first fruits fresh heads of grain, parched with fire and crushed. You shall put oil on it and lay frankincense on it. It is a grain offering. The Kohen shall burn it as a memorial, part of its crushed grain and part of its oil, along with all its frankincense. It is an offering made by fire to the Lord. That was Leviticus, or Va-Ikra, chapter 2, verses 7 through 16. Today our portion from the Prophets is Isaiah, that is Ishayahu 23. The burden of Tzur. Wail, you sh- ships of Tarshish, for it is laid waste, so that there is no house, no entering in. From the land of Kittim it is revealed to them. Be still, you inhabitants of the coast. The merchants of Tsidon who pass over the sea, have filled you. And on the great waters, the seed of the Shihol, the harvest of the Nile was her revenue, She was the market of nations. Be ashamed, O Sidon, for the sea has spoken, the stronghold of the sea, saying, I have not travailed nor given birth, neither have I nourished young men, nor brought up virgins. When the report comes to Egypt, they will be in anguish at the report of Tzor. Pass over to Tarshish, wail, you inhabitants of the coast. Is this your joyous city, whose antiquity is of ancient days, whose feet carried her far away to travel? Who has planned this against Zul, the giver of crowns, whose merchants are princes, whose traders are the honorable of the earth? The Lord of hosts has planned it to stain the pride of all glory to bring into contempt all the honorable of the earth. Pass through your land like the Nile, O daughter of Tarshish. There is no restraint any more. He has stretched out his hand over the sea. He has shaken the kingdoms. The Lord has ordered the destruction of Canaan's strongholds. And he said, you shall rejoice no more, you oppressed virgin daughter of Sidon." Arise, pass over to Kittim, even there you shall have no rest. Behold, the land of the Kazdim, a people who no longer exist. The Assyrians appointed it for those who dwell in the wilderness. They raised up their siege towers, they stripped its palaces and made it a ruin. Wail, you ships of Taushish, for your stronghold is laid waste. And it will come to pass in that day that Tzol will be forgotten 70 years, according to the days of one king. After the end of 70 years, it will be to Tzol like the song of the prostitute. Take a harp, go about the city, you forgotten prostitute. Make sweet melody, sing many songs that you may be remembered. And it shall come to pass, after the end of seventy years, that the Lord will visit so. She will return to her wages, and will play the prostitute with all the kingdoms of the world on the surface of the earth. Her merchandise and her wages will be holiness to the Lord. It will not be treasured nor laid up, for her merchandise will be for those who dwell before the Lord." to eat sufficiently, and for durable clothing. That was Isaiah, that's Yeshayahu, chapter 23. Today our portion from the writings is Proverbs, that is Mishle in Hebrew, 16. The plans of the heart... Belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the motives. Commit your deeds to the Lord, and your plans shall succeed. The Lord has made everything for its own end, yes, even the wicked for the day of evil. Every one who is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord they shall certainly not be unpunished. By mercy and truth iniquity is atoned for, and by the fear of the Lord men depart from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues with injustice. A man's heart plans his course But the Lord directs his steps. Inspired judgments are on the lips of the king. He shall not betray his mouth. Honest balances and scales belong to the Lord. All the weights in the bag are his work. It is an abomination for kings to do wrong, for the throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of kings, And they value one who speaks the truth. The king's wrath is a messenger of death, but a wise man will pacify it. In the light of the king's face is life, and his favor is like a cloud of the spring rain. How much better it is to get wisdom than gold. Yes, to get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. The highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He who keeps his way preserves his soul. Pride goes before destruction, and an arrogant spirit before a fall. It is better to be of a lowly spirit with the poor than to divide the plunder with the proud. He who heeds the word finds prosperity, and whoever trusts in the Lord is blessed. The wise in heart shall be called prudent, and pleasantness of the lips promotes instruction. Understanding is a fountain of life to one who has it, but the punishment of fools is their folly. The heart of the wise instructs his mouth and adds learning to his lips. Pleasant words are a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones." There is a way which seems right to a man, but in the end it leads to death. The appetite of the laboring man labors for him, for his mouth urges him on. A worthless man devises mischief, and his speech is like a scorching fire. A perverse man stirs up strife, and a whisperer separates close friends. A man of violence entices his neighbor and leads him in a way that is not good. One who winks his eyes to plot perversities, one who compresses his lips is bent on evil. Gray hair is a crown of glory. It is attained by a life of righteousness. One who is slow to anger is better than the mighty. One who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. That was Proverbs, or Michelet 16. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Acts 15. And certain men came down from Judea and taught the brothers, unless you are circumcised after the custom of Moshe, you cannot be saved. Therefore, when Shaul and Barnava had no small discord and discussion with them, they appointed Shaul and Barnava and some others of them to go up to Yerushalayim, to the emissaries and elders, about this question. They, being sent on their way by the assembly, passed through both Phoenicia and Samaria, declaring the conversion of the Gentiles. They caused great joy to all the brothers, and when they had come to Jerusalem, they were received by the assembly and the emissaries and the elders, and they reported everything that God had done with them. But some of the sect of the Pharisees who believed rose up, saying, It is necessary to circumcise them and to command them to keep the Torah of Moshe. And the emissaries and elders were gathered together to see about this matter. And when there had been much discussion, Kepha rose up and said to them, Men, brothers, you know that a good while ago God made a choice among you that by my mouth the nations should hear the word of the good news and believe. So God, who knows the heart, testified about them, giving them the Ruach HaKodesh just like he did to us and made no distinction between us and them, cleansing their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why do you tempt God that you should put a yoke on the neck of the disciples which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear. But we believe that we are saved through the grace of the Lord Yeshua, just as they are. Then all the multitude kept silence and they listened to Barnavah and Shaul reporting what signs and wonders God had done among the nations through them. Now after they were silent, Yaakov answered, Brothers, listen to me. Shimon has reported how God first visited the nations to take out of them a people for his name. And this agrees with the words of the prophets, just as it is written, After these things I will return, and I will again build the tabernacle of David which has fallen, and I will again build its ruins, and I will set it up that the rest of men may seek after the Lord, And all the Gentiles who are called by my name, says the Lord, who does all these things. All of God's works are known to him from eternity. Therefore, my judgment is that we do not trouble those from among the Gentiles who turn to God, but that we write to them that they abstain from the pollution of idols, from sexual immorality, from what is strangled, and from blood. For Moshe, from generations of old, has in every city those who proclaim him, being read in the synagogues every Shabbat. Then it pleased the emissaries and the elders, with the whole assembly, to choose men out of their company and send them to Antioch with Shaul and Barnava. Yehuda called Bar and Sila, chief men among the brothers, they wrote these things by their hand. The emissaries, the elders, and the brothers, to the brothers who are of the Gentiles in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia, greetings. Because we have heard that some who were, went out from us have troubled you with words, unsettling your souls, saying, you must be circumcised and keep the Torah, to whom we gave no commandment, it seems good to us, having come to one accord, to send men being chosen to you with our beloved Barnavah and Shaul, men who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Yeshua the Messiah. We have therefore sent Yehudah and Silah, who themselves will also tell you the same things by word of mouth, for it seemed good to the Ruach HaKodesh and to us to lay no greater burden on you than these necessary things. That you abstain from things sacrificed to idols, from blood, from things strangled, from sexual immorality, from which, if you keep yourselves, it will be well with you. Shalom. So when they were sent off, they came to Antioch, and having gathered the multitude together, they delivered the letter, and when they had read it, they rejoiced over the encouragement. And Judas and Silah, themselves being prophets also, encouraged the brothers with many words and strengthened them. After they had spent some time there, they were sent back with greetings from the brothers to the emissaries. But Shaul and Barnava stayed in Antioch, declaring and proclaiming the word of the Lord, with many others also. Then after some days, Shaul said to Barnava, Let us return now and visit our brothers in every city in which we proclaim the word of the Lord to see how they are doing. But Barnava planned to take Johanan, who was also called Mark, with them. But Shaul did not think it was a good idea to take with them someone who had withdrawn from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. Then the contention grew so sharp that they separated from each other. And Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. But Shaul took Sila and went out, being commended by the brothers to the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the assemblies. That was Acts 15, and it concludes our readings for today. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, however, you'll be reading Revelation 9 today also. Well, that's it from me for today. I just want to mention that we are inviting our listeners to come and meet us here in Israel. We're hosting a special trip. And if you're interested, you can go to our website, dailybreadmoms.com forward slash trip i'm sure you can hear my son in the background i do have to wrap this episode up but i wanted to let you guys know about the trip um and you'll see the details there on the website dailybreadmoms.com forward slash israel trip and if you and your family are meant to be here in december to celebrate hanukkah with us we'd be so so excited to have you I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.